Welcome to Game of Books Podcast. I'm Kathy in South Dakota. And I'm Christy in South Florida. We're two newbie writers who share our love of food, wine, and mystery through interviews with best-selling and award-winning authors. And our virtual book club. And even our fun writing lessons with writing experts. Join us on today's adventure. Hi, everyone. It's officially summer, and I know I'm having fun. Me too, um, except for here, Kathy, they call it the rainy season. It's oh. not summer. <laughs> it's just the rainy season. The rainy season. Well, that's too bad. We're having lots and lots of sunshine here. Good. Um, so this week, we're going back to season one to our conversation with Alexia Gordon, Dr. Alexia Gordon, I might add. Something that's great about um, Alexia is she's turned out to be a great friend. She's a really good cozy writer. And very impressively, she just added another degree to her um, collection. And she just graduated from the Naval War College with a master's degree. I know. That's amazing. I, I, I'm just like, this woman is so accomplished. <laughs> I just can't even. And she's so nice. But anyway... So we had a lot of fun when we recorded the episode during Sleuth Fest because um, yeah. we were all together, which is yeah. always fun. And then we had lots of wine and laughing and talking. It was a lot of fun, wasn't it? It was super fun. I really miss those conferences. I can't wait to get back to it. Yeah. Um, Alexia also has a podcast of her own that she started shortly after that conference. And it's, it's great. It's uh, Alexia's co uh, Cozy Corner, I think it's Alexia Gordon. You know, in addition to these cozy mysteries set in Ireland, which Kathy, you're going to have to say the name of the cozy mysteries. <laughs> Gethsemane Brown Mysteries. I, I yeah, did, you're so I good at that. Bit. No, it's a practice because I had introduced it on the podcast. So I really had to, for some reason, I... I trip over Gethsemane. Gethsemane. I know, me too, me too. That's it. why I made you do it, made you do it. I'm like, no, 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 when I go to Ireland, I'm going to have to learn it, I guess. Right, right. So, yeah, so um, yeah. so she's got that in her, the cozy corner, so. Yeah, it's great. Yep. So read her books, listen to her podcast, but first enjoy this redux of our Corks and Conversation with Alexia Gordon. We are here at SleuthFest 2019, the premier mystery writers conference in South Florida, and so excited to talk to some of the great authors holding workshops here for both new and seasoned mystery writers. Yes, and we are so, so pleased to be sitting here with Alexia Gordon, a faculty author here at SleuthFest. She's the author of four books in the Gethsemane Brown mystery series, the latest of which is Fatality Now. Say it however you want, baby. Fatality and F. There, that sounds I like good. it. Okay. Alexia took up her writing again after medical school and attended the SMU's Writer's Path program in Dallas. Her first book, published in 2016, won the Lefty Award for Best Debut. She was also nominated for an Agatha Award, as well as being named one of Suspense Magazine's Best Debuts. In addition to her medical practice, writing the Gethsemane Brown series, she also blogs at Miss... Misdemeanors.com and femfatales.com. Alexia, we are so happy to have you here today. Thank, Thank you. you. I'm so happy to be here. Wonderful. Okay, so before we get into the conversation, let me tell everybody a little bit about the wine we're drinking today. Um, Alexia, you said you like whiskey first and yes. foremost, but we could settle for a red wine. So tonight we have a little of both. With the Apothic Inferno, described as a wine with a whiskey soul. 
<laughs> so let's have a taste. All right. Cheers. Wait, yeah, gotta cheers, cheers first. Cheers. Cheers. That's good. It's nice. That's bold. It, it is bold. Yeah, oh, it yeah. is. It does, definitely has I a like little the, whiskey finish. I know. See, I I'm know. not a whiskey drinker, so I don't really know what that means. It's, it's kind of like slightly peppery, slightly burning, but not gasoline burn. Oh, kind of yes. Taste on your tongue. So it's Very described, nice. it, it's been aged in charred white oak whiskey barrels for 60 days. A pot, and this wine has, it's a blend, it blends the red dark fruit flavors of its wine with the layers of maple and spice which i do and that sometimes i don't know i've tasted whiskey before that had almost a maple flavor to it i don't know why maybe that just goes good together so maybe that's why they have it so they actually though they do put them in in whiskey barrels yes yep and it gives way to a long clean finish what do you think i'm gonna try it again because now i've I've heard the description i actually want to I know, but I I can taste whiskey in it. I think. You know, it is what a very yeah. Alexia's enjoying <laughs> yeah. it. So I lick my lips. <laughs> <laughs> it's intense, but it does have a really nice, smooth finish. Mm-hmm. Yep, I like it. Yep, yep. So we're gonna be. I wonder how what the alcohol content. I didn't look at that. Hopefully, it's not as strong as whiskey. Uh, no, <laughs> By 50... the end of the interview, you'll be able to tell. Okay, it's only fifteen point nine percent. Well, uh, that's fine. a little high for wine. Yeah, that's good. We can handle it. Okay, we're seasoned. We are seasoned. <laughs> we are seasoned. So let's start um, talking with you about your books. That's that's what we're here to do, right? So the fourth in the Gethsemane Brown series just came out. Yes. Fatality and F. You can get it wherever books are sold. Yes, Amazon, Barnes & Noble. You can order it from your bookstore. Get it directly from the publisher. Nice. So in the first one, Murder in G Major, which was out in just two two years ago or three years? 2016. Okay, 2016. 2016. Gethsemane, who I love, was a bit stuck. Let's say down and out in Ireland, which really, if you're going to be down and out, (laughs) it's not the worst place to be down and out, but she was down and out, okay? Now, have you spent time in Ireland? Yes, I went once when I was in college, and then my present to myself when my first book came out was a trip back to Ireland. Oh, oh that's good. such a good present. I know. I love that. Yep. Uh, in the first, um, ser- uh, first one in the series, Murder in G Major, Gethsemane was a bit stuck in Ireland, right? So it looks like she's happily staying now after the fourth. Um, so are there more in the series coming? Yes, I actually just got my edits back from my editor on book five, Execution in E. Execution uh, E. I like it. <laughs> uh, they're actually due at the end of next month, so that book should be out sometime in 20, early 2020, I believe. Uh, and I actually have a contract for 10 books. So wow. About halfway through. Oh, Are wow. you going to run out of um, musical letters? No, because there's majors and minors. Yes, I can, I can, I can add the good. sharps and yeah. majors and minors. So I, I think I can come up with enough uh, B flat. notes. I love that. I just have to match up words related right. to murder with <laughs> notes. That's the hard part. Yeah. That's I think awesome. that's what I would do first when I got 10 book order. I'd be like, ooh, this title. <laughs> okay, so did you get a contract for 10 books initially? No, I got a contract for three books initially. And then I got a second contract for books four through 10. Oh, congratulations. And same publisher. Same publisher, yes. 
And the publisher is? Is Henry Press. They're an independent publisher uh, based in Texas, and they specialize in cozy mysteries. Great. That is is an incredible offer, though, for number two. Congratulations. Thank you. I can see why. She's such a wonderful character. You should probably write one in Ireland. You should go have a (laughs) sabbatical and stay in Ireland. Right. Um, so I was just going to say, um, Gethsemane is such an interesting character. I, I really enjoyed her. She's determined. She's accomplished as a musician, obviously. Um, but she also quotes Negro League baseball stats when she's nervous. She hears Tchaikovsky in her head, which I guess isn't too surprising for the musician that she is. But she also likes a nice bourbon, as her author does. Um, not, mention, not, not to mention she's open to solving mysteries with a what I am, I envision as a very handsome ghost. So what was the inspiration behind her? The main inspiration was that I, I grew up reading mysteries, um, especially the, what they'd be called golden age now. Um, Agatha Christie, Niall Marsh, Josephine Tay. The problem was that I never saw anybody who looked like me in any of those mysteries. <laughs> so my question was, why aren't there any brown-skinned people solving mysteries? So that, well, why don't I write one? I think it was, I want to say Toni Morrison. Uh, you know, her quote, which I'm about to mangle, is if you haven't read the book you need to read, you should write it. Write it yourself. Oh, that's good. Um, so, yeah, you're right. I want to see someone who looks like me be the main character in the type of book that I love, so I'll write it. That awesome. is an awesome response. Because you're right. There are a, a too far of a deficit of... Um, a variety of writers, right? Certainly in Cozy's probably there's there's a deficit there. So mm-hmm. yes, but it, it is changing. I'm I'm happy to say you know that we've got writers like Kelly Garrett, Via Burns, um, Abby Vandiver, Cheryl Head. So it's 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 changing, um, slowly but surely. So mm-hmm. it's, it's well, and Kelly Garrett, positive. like you, had a very good debut experience. Oh, her Kelly Garrett won everything. She won everything. <laughs> yeah, I think everything. <laughs> she, did. she won yes, everything. And, and she has enough room in her signature block to list all of the awards she won for But is she a doctor too? Uh, no, she is actually a screenwriter. Oh, oh interesting. Okay. She wrote for Cold Case, I believe. Oh. And Kelly, and said, if you're listening, if I got your show wrong, I yeah. apologize. We yeah. just talked to Tom Straw, another yeah. screenwriter. That's 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 incredible. So um, you obviously have a deep knowledge of music yourself. Do you play? Badly. <laughs> um, I took the requisite mom was deprived of piano lessons as a child, so I had to take them. <laughs> so I so actually took 12 years but, of piano lessons. Oh, but, well, then you play well, no, better than I, the average Joe. Well, I, mean, I can sight read. You know, I learned to read the okay, notes, and I could do the technical part, yeah. but no one would actually buy a ticket to come hear me play. I didn't have that. So you in- write about it instead. Yes, I write about it instead. So I, I buy tickets to hear people like Emmanuel Axe play. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just write about it. Um, you know, I figure they, they've got to have somebody in the audience. So I'll be but the person in the audience. But it's good during holidays. You know, you could be playing on the piano with the family. <laughs> I, I played for... Seventh grade? No, it wasn't even seventh grade. It was been like fifth grade Sunday school class. Oh, and, that's, yeah. and that was the last <laughs> performance. That was it. We'll, we'll leave it to take us Emily Brown. How about that? Okay, so it's time for our carafe question. So we have an empty wine carafe and some questions. If you don't like it, you can pass. Get him all dun, out dun, there dun. so that we can. Okay, I'll just randomly pick one here. Okay. 
I laugh because I, I'm curious. Should we already now. do another one? Oh, no. oh gosh. Have you <laughs> that ever? funny. Yeah. Well, have you ever created a character based on one of your pets? Yeah. No. No. Let's pick another Which, one. Considering that I write cozies is not an out of the ballpark question. Right. Many, right. many cozies feature pets. I know. But, no. I know. I, but it's funny, too, because, I, you know, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, okay, cozies, they have a lot of pets in them. Sometimes they talk and things, this you know? <laughs> Let's try this one. If a genie gave you a wish that that you could wish for, but wouldn't directly affect you, what would you wish for? Any wish. Any wish. It would affect me. Yeah. So she couldn't just, like, wish for a million dollars or something? Or a 20-book contract. Right. It has to be something that doesn't affect you? Okay. That's interesting. I think it's, like 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 an altruistic, I think it's an altruistic wish, okay. maybe. Actually, I, you know what I wish? I would wish that... All those kids, I'm not sure everybody's heard of this recent college admissions scandal that's yes. going on, where people who already had everything, every advantage to start with, just cheated. Mm-hmm. But there have been a few stories about the kids who were struggling so hard to do things the right way. And they've gotten, I mean, there was, there was one young woman they interviewed who works at Panera, because she, not for pocket change, because she actually has to help support her family. So she's going to a magnet school, you know, taking college prep courses, working to help so her family doesn't end up homeless or starving, um, you know, goes to bed at like 3 a.m. And so what time she had to get up for school. I would actually, if I could wish anything, I would say that every one of those kids would get a full ride to the college of their choice. Oh. And every one of those little cheaters would get expelled tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want to clap. That gives that, me shivers. Yes. That yeah. gives me shivers. That is... Um, a wonderful answer and I when I heard that story I too the first thing I thought of is not really about the families that were paying those extraordinarily large amounts of money but the people who didn't get in those spots right. yeah that's what right. I thought about and they just couldn't afford it you know and that's yeah I mean crazy crazy world okay time for another drink of wine now oh, oh yes that. <laughs> that. that was heavy <laughs> okay. okay all right I'm just laughing because so. I heard part of the Tom Straw interview in his book Buzzkill is like, was that just a buzzkill answer? <laughs> no, no, because we have That's wine. That's hilarious. That was a, no, because we have wine, and so the buzzkill can just go away. Buzzkill. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> okay, so um, Kathy and I are actively looking for literary agents for our book, and I know you have an interesting story about how you got your agent. So can you share it with our listeners? Yes. I... I'm a graduate of the Writer's Path program at SMU. And what is that? What does that mean? Uh, the, it's, it's not actually an MFA program. It's a non-degree program. It's a continuing education for adults program. So it is it is an actual, the classes are actually offered by SMU at the, the Simmons School. Uh, so they're, I think I made it through the program in about two and a half years. But it's, it's self-paid. It's designed for adults who have lives and can't you know (laughs) quit and do a full-time mfa so classes are in the evening um most people take like one or two classes a semester they're in a certain order where you start with story basics and go to story and plot and chapters and they each succeeding class builds on the previous one so you learn how to start from i think it must have been the second class play story where uh my instructor said okay you got 10 minutes telling me your story all the way to you know two and a half years later or here's my finished manuscript wow not that's really polished cool. enough to be perfect but a true honest to goodness finished manuscript that mm-hmm. 
you can then enter into a competition for a trip to New York to actually pitch it to agents and editors. Oh, wow. So it's a, if you happen to be anywhere near Dallas and SMU and want to write, I highly recommend the program. So was that where your character was born? Yes. My, my first book, Murder in G Major, was actually my class assignment. Wow. That's um, so cool. Was... Oh, I think you got an A+. Plus. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm just I guessing. <laughs> I'm just guessing. The best right. debut award would probably give you some sort of boost. Yeah. They, they, they list me on their websites. I'll, I'll awesome. <laughs> okay. Back to Chrissy's question. But my instructor for that class, Daniel J. Hale, who is a mystery writer himself. Um, he was actually past president of Mystery Writers of America. Uh, so he knows everybody in the industry. When I got my contract, which I got by a random pitch, I went to DFWCon. Um, just two pitches came with our registration fee. What's DFWCon? Uh, it's Dallas-Fort Worth uh, Writers Group Convention. Oh, cool. It happened to be in Dallas. It within walking distance of my apartment the year that I went. Oh. Uh, so I just signed up on a whim, walked over, uh, got, I forgot which two agents I had signed up to actually pitch with, but they were also selling extra slots there. Like $40 mm-hmm. you could buy whoever had a time slot available. Went up to the desk and it's like, yeah, well, what the heck, it's just practice. I was wasn't expecting anything, just needed the practice pitching this. It's like public speaking, which I'm actually terrified to do. <laughs> Henry Press, they've got a slot, probably because they're early and nobody wants to get up that early. Pitch to Henry Press, uh, the editor, uh, Kendall Lynn, was like, no, we happen to be looking for a light paranormal cozy. It's like, you know, I happen to have written a light paranormal cozy. <laughs> <laughs> and so she actually asked for my manuscript and I sent it and like, hey, we'd like to sign into a contract. Daniel J. Hale also happens to be a lawyer. And somebody had said, you know, if you get a contract, let a lawyer look at it. So yes. he looked at it, and because he's in the industry and knows everybody, he sent it to the one who's now my agent, Paula Munier, and said, hey, this is my former, this is my friend and former student who's gotten this contract. She needs an agent. Would you be willing to represent her? Oh, my goodness. So, wow. So between luck and networking, that's how I landed that's my agent. That's great. And that I am familiar great. with her because she writes at careerauthors.com. Yes, she does write at careerauthors.com, mm-hmm. and she actually has a book out herself, book um, Borrowing of Bones, which yes. is nominated for a Mary Higgins Clark wow. Award. Yeah. And her agency's Talcott Notch. Okay. Little plug. We're going to query. Little plug. Little plug for Paula. Right now. <laughs> That's awesome. That's a great story. Yes. I mean, that's really like a Cinderella story a little bit. Right. After three years well, of after work. After a lot <laughs> right. of work. So yeah. Cinderella after blood, sweat, tears, yeah. and after hours, like you're putting in your day job and then doing this in the evenings. Yes, yeah. but, but there, there was, I mean, I, I will admit there was some luck and yeah, right. good well, it's timing there. Well, it's very much like we heard today, right, from um, T. Jefferson Parker about the element of luck. Everyone has to acknowledge that, that does play somewhere right. in but if you're not prepared right yes, you do have to be prepared. Prepared. do the work first yes, yeah. if i, if I hadn't you... had that finished manuscript i would have had nothing to pitch at dfwcon right. right. so right awesome that awesome. i love that okay so um as we've been saying you are a practicing physician in addition to writing <laughs> so how do you manage both of those things i actually changed the type of physician i am i was in regular clinical primary care, 15 years of, you know, runny noses and diabetes and high blood pressure. <laughs> Get your cough drops out. She's, she'll check you. <laughs> but that didn't leave much time for me. It was, you know, right. a 10-hour day was a good day. 
Uh, so it's not just seeing patients; it's the records as well. It's yes, the records. Um, it is the but same patients. In the, in the long run, you're immune to a lot of different because <laughs> you've, so <laughs> you've been exposed to so much. She never gets sick. <laughs> Actually, I would notice that if any time I change jobs, like I'd get sick for the first six months and then nothing. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so it's like a new set of germs. And then yeah. a new environmental germ kind of thing. That's funny. But I did realize, but after 15 years, honestly, that was enough. I mean, not having any time to do anything except, you know, go to work, go home, eat something awful out of the back of the fridge and go to sleep. <laughs> it's not how I wanted to grow old. So mm-hmm. I switched to administrative medicine, working for the government, which has the benefit of being Mondays through Fridays with no federal holidays. So that leaves me weekends and federal holidays to do awesome. writing. And that's, that's how I actually had the time to enroll in the program at SMU. Great. Right. And so now is that kind of a schedule? Are you able to, like, how do you do your writing now with this 10 book deal that you have coming up? I mean, you still have a full-time job. I do still have a full-time job, but I can leave the office and leave the work there uh, because you know, it's, it's papers like more aren't going to go anywhere. They're always, you're always going to have something, so you can't, you got to learn to leave it. Um, and I do a lot of uh, traveling, and as Tom Strahd previously mentioned, you know, an airplane is basically a desk. I actually get a lot of writing done on the airplane, and I actually bought a membership to various airline clubs because they've got free Wi-Fi mm-hmm. and plugs and clean bathrooms. Yes. <laughs> so, ding, 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 ding. Know, right? You have me. <laughs> yeah. so, I, so I get a lot of writing done on the road, and then I've got evenings and weekends. Mm-hmm. As, as a matter of fact, she did. You were in Alaska last week. I was. I, I follow you on Instagram and Facebook. Yes, yeah, so and when we were setting and up I this, saw that. Said, she said, I'm in Alaska. And I was like, oh my gosh, you're coming farther than Kathy does. <laughs> Which I think I might be the, I thought I was the furthest traveling person to Sleuth Fest, to be honest with you, right. but I think you won. But I saw you were at a great museum. And, um, yes, Anchorage has a surprisingly wonderful museum. Uh, beautiful. It was. It's and then they've actually just redone it in 2017, I think. Uh, it's it's called the Anchorage Museum, but they've got a beautiful exhibit on uh, Alaska culture and art. It takes up a whole floor and gives sort of the whole history of Alaska and its uh, its native peoples as well as yeah. the you know its that American really cool. people. So it's it's a beautiful. I think I went museum. to the Children's Museum when my kids were little in Anchorage. <laughs> we had a little <laughs> bit of time, so we went to the Children's Museum. It was very nice, also. <laughs> yes, I think the Children's Museum actually merged with the Anchorage Museum because they have oh, really? the, they call it the Discovery Center now. Oh. So what used to be the Children's Museum is now the Discovery Center. And oh. I admit I hung out there for a while. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she knows. We have something in common. Um, so um, because you do have these deadlines and stuff, I mean, do you have a regimented writing schedule or do you just um, say, okay, well, this weekend I'm going to write whatever, or do you say, okay, every day I have to write this much? And well, In my head, I say every day <laughs> I have to write this much. What are you asking, the goals or the reality? Yeah, right? <laughs> the reality is like, oh, gee, April 30th is a lot closer than I realized. I guess I better get busy. And, and I mean, I do, it, to be honest, there are, I mean, I could just not watch Netflix and write instead, but right. there are some times where I 
have a, I have a slacker stream. <laughs> uh, so I have to turn that off. Mm-hmm. And slacker which, stream. <laughs> this is an actual medical term. I yes, think. absolutely. <laughs> it's it's yeah. potentially fatal. Uh-huh. <laughs> which actually is part of why, because I'm, I'm not likely to do something like sleep or goof off in an airport or an airport lounge where there are other people around. Well, so that right, honestly yeah. kind of keeps me honest. It's like, I'm yeah. not going to humiliate myself. So I'm right. going to sit here and actually use the word. Someone's gonna see you and recognize yeah. you from the other social media. Like, take a picture. That's he's like, like the with a hoodie and sunglasses in the corner. <laughs> right. going, oh, that's the author I'm reading, and she's watching Netflix. What is that about? <laughs> okay, that's great. Yep. So, um, I have one last question. Um, do you have a designated writing space and? Please tell me it's not like an examining table or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is a desk in a spare bedroom of the house that I'm renting that I call my office and usually end up not using because I usually <laughs> put my stuff in my bag and either go to my favorite restaurant, the Deer Path Inn in Lake Forest, okay. or I'm packing it in my suitcase to mm-hmm. go somewhere. So I have I have a lovely office set up yes. that... You know, it's, if I need to take a picture, <laughs> it's a good setting. But you're very fluid in what yes, you can write. I'm very so fluid. So, does this your favorite restaurant? What was the name of it again? The Deer Path Inn. Deer Path Inn. Do they yes. know that you're there writing? I mean, are they aware of what you're doing? Yes, that's and really cool. Um, probably because I'm constantly posting on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> and so, guess what? Writing Deer Path today. Inn. Can you please offer Alexia a free meal the next right. time she's in? Because we're plugging you. That's awesome. <laughs> Actually, to be honest, they have. I. I um, I went for my birthday. They gave me a free slice of cake. And when I say cake, I literally mean a six-inch high wow. oh death gosh. by chocolate cake. I will, I'm going um, to check out this restaurant They've given me the occasional free drink when I went to celebrate oh. my book coming out. So they're nice. actually, if, if you're ever in Lake Forest, Illinois, near Chicago. Which is near I, Chicago. And say so how Chicago. far outside of Chicago is Lake Forest? About 40 miles north. So it's, okay. it's basically the suburbs of Chicago. Yeah, okay. um, but it's, yeah, it's a wonderful, fantastic in. I highly recommend That's stopping great. by. That's wonderful. I, when I get to Chicago, I'm going to head that. I'm going to check that out. Yes. And maybe I'll just take a food trip to Chicago. We could <laughs> meet. Like we could meet and do a podcast. Yeah. I agree. And let's, let's do come meet us and show us your favorite restaurant. All right. Okay. We always like to plan these trips. We do. <laughs> that way we get to see each other. Okay. So, bef- oh, you had something to say. Well, no. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I, I really appreciate you being here, oh, especially yeah. oh, well, thank you we for are recording me. this literally at the end of a three-day <laughs> Wonderful Sleuth Fest um, conference, but Alexi had to present three times. Oh, wow. And, it and is she was great, but really it must good. have been exhausting. Yeah, so we're so. all a little tired, but I really appreciate you staying up late oh, with thank us. You. Yeah. Thank you. But before me. we go, oh, yeah. we have one final question. Okay. Um, this is to appease you mysterious foodies out there. Um, which of your characters would you like to share a meal with and what would it be? And I'm going to tell you right now, I have got a running favorite. I really hope you pick in my mind. <laughs> Actually, I would pick Frankie Grinnan. Mm. Kathy's strike down. <laughs> <laughs> who, would you, who would you pick? Yeah, finish Even telling. Though, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're not gonna. We're not gonna. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. Well, I would. I would pick Frankie, and honestly, we would go to the bar at the Deer Path Inn and have like a really good whiskey and some pub food. That sounds. Deer yummy. Path Inn. I'm just saying. <laughs> yep. Deer Path Inn. Yep. Do you want to tell her who you thought? Ian. Oh, is that the ghost? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, who's gonna pass 
yourself a chance to do well, that. I, the, the thing I like about him is he, he would probably feed you. Too, from well, he brought your character whiskey when she first met him, like floating <laughs> whiskey across the room, and yeah, so murdering like, oh, J Major. I'm just saying. Wine. Do I have to lift my arms? Right? No, she didn't. He's okay. like, here you go. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he still brings her coffee in the mornings. He would probably show up at the pub anyway. And yeah, just, see, he would. He would. You don't have to invite him. Yeah, wouldn't have to invite him. He'd just show up. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Right. Okay, so just so everybody knows that we have um, Alexia's most recent fatality in F is out right now. Yes. Available wherever you buy books, and there are many more coming. Yes. So get on the Gethsemane Brown train, people. It's right. awesome. Okay. And so if they have any more questions or want to reach out to you, your fans, um, what's the best way to reach you? Is it like Facebook? you have a website? I, I'm most active on Facebook at AlexiaGordon.Writer and Twitter it's at AlexiaGordon. Uh, but I do have a website, alexiagordon.net, which okay. has an email address on it. Uh, and my Instagram handle is at DrLex1995. She's everywhere. She is. I follow her on, on social media, and I really enjoy it. She posts great, fun stuff. Right. And um, we also are on social media. We are. <laughs> at GOB Writers. And so you can reach out and tell us what you thought of the, our uh, Corks and Conversation with Alexia Gordon. And what you like to eat at Dear Pat Pam. Yes. Thanks for joining us on today's adventure. Subscribe to our podcast on our website, gameofbookspodcast.com, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you liked what you heard, you can give us a five-star rating or review. You can also subscribe on YouTube, where you can watch and listen. On GameOfBooksPodcast.com, you can find all the information about what we talked about on this episode. And you can sign up for our newsletter or enter our fun contests and giveaways. We also post our stories and links on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Hope to see you there. I can guarantee you we had fun today. And we hope you did too. Cheers. Cheers.